Hey everyone, and welcome to the My Testimony Podcast. I'm Crystal Bryant, your host, and I am so blessed to be able to share the testimonies of Jesus in my life and in others' lives. I hope you enjoy hearing what the Lord has done in our lives. Welcome back to the ninth episode of the My Testimony Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Bryant. Today I have Madison England here again, to share her testimony. Um, So we've been trying to (laughs) record this the first time, thought it was successful, and then come to realize the microphones were dead. Well, mine was, hers wasn't, so it was just a one-sided conversation and muffled. And then we have been trying to re-record it for a few takes now. And anyway, I don't know what's going on, but we're just praying that we can make it through this and that there is nothing that will stop this from getting out there. Um, Madison, do you want to share your testimony? Yes, of course. So um, I grew up, uh, my mom always taught us about the Bible and Jesus, Easter, Christmas, like those kind of holidays and stuff like that. So she would always just try to share Jesus with us, and I'm thankful for that now, now knowing what all I would have been through and like stuff like that. So um, when I was younger, my dad was in and out of my life. He was in it for a little bit, and then he'd leave, and he'd come back, and it was like in and out for so many years. Um, and then he finally left, and I didn't understand why. I didn't know why. I was, I was, I think I was like 10, and I didn't understand like why someone who said he loved me or said he cared about me would leave without explaining why. <clears throat> and then a few, month, a few months after that whole thing happened, my grandma and grandpa died. And I was really close with them. Like, we were tight. <laughs> I mean, like, from baby to 10. <clears throat> and so that was really sad and broke my heart a lot more than just I thought it would. And so I got in my teen years and I looked for other ways to fill myself with just like boys and friends and none of that filled me the way I thought so I'd literally cry myself to sleep like why why is this happening like what's my purpose why Mm. am I even alive and so I blamed God for a lot of it and I was kind of angry at him Mm. because I didn't understand why he would do those things yeah or why I would have to go through those things and so yeah I tried boys I tried friends I tried just all of the stuff that I thought would help thought would feel and so I thought those things would fill me I thought those things would satisfy but of course they just left me even more empty and even more feeling alone and so my uncle lives here in Enid and he kept trying to get my mom to move down here for forever and she finally said yes for some reason so we moved down to Enid and mm-hmm. um, we got and started volunteering at a homeless shelter and it was so fun, but it was different and I was not used to it. And so I was like a little shy girl who was like, didn't know Jesus, didn't, you know? And so it was really humbling serving the homeless and being around them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I also saw people who were truly in love with Jesus mm-hmm. and truly seeking after him. And I was like, bro, this is different. This is different than anything I've seen. And so I saw those people and I saw how, like the example of Christ they would be and like how Christ changed their life. And they told me how he changed their life. And I was like, there's no way, like that's, that can't happen. And so 
there was this one night I remember being on a mission mission trip and there was, we had a whole team with us and we were at a cross and we were all they were all worshiping and praying and I didn't I didn't understand and then <clears throat> so one of my friends was like hey you want to go pray with me and so I was like sure I mean and then um the gospel kind of was shared that night and I for some reason like understood it and mm. understood that Jesus could set me free from the anxiety the loneliness all of that stuff and I was like bro I want I want Jesus like I want him to change my life like he's changed these people's lives and so I finally surrendered my life to Jesus that night and um it was like it was so awesome because I was tr like I truly felt free like I don't know how to explain it but it was like Jesus set me free mm. and so from that time on I started learning about who he was and who I was in him and it's just been an awesome like learning process of who mm -hmm. Jesus is but also like from where I was to where I am now and I'm like thank you Jesus for my mom who taught me about you from a young age and then these people who loved you so much to share their testimony with me and just like all of that was like wow Jesus is real he yeah. is true and so I found this verse in Galatians 2 20 and it says I've been crucified with Christ and it's no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me, the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And so that verse has really like impacted my life a lot is yeah. of what Jesus did. And so So with your your dad um leaving, it's that's a really hard thing, you know, to yeah. go through to have that person that says that they love mm -hmm. you. And then you hear of Jesus saying, I'll never leave you nor right. forsake you. I love you. I'm going to be here. Like there's nothing, no height nor depth, right. no, nothing that can separate you from the love of God. And it's like, even though humans, you know, fail. Right. And that father on earth failed. The father in heaven will never fail. And that, you know, the part where it says that you've been adopted right and and that i mean you know and that you now have an inheritance you can call him abba father right like those are i mean whenever you go through something where you don't have a parent or or parents or whatever it is you know and then god is saying i'm your parent right like, i'm your father and not only does that mean that he will never leave you but also means that he wants to love you like right. a parent, you know? Right. And that means, I mean, it's a total different love from a father, you know, mm -hmm. from someone that really wants to love. And, and I, I, you know, I, I hear what you were saying and, you know, it's just like, how could some, how can a God say that he's good? And then this happens and right. this happens. But then it's like, once you're free, you just get to see that. Right all the more like you're like wait a second this really is like he really is amazing just wanting to i always think about that verse you know that um jesus is you know for the widows mm -hmm. and the poor and the fatherless and i those that scripture you know he's not saying i want all of these people you know that mm -hmm. have everything right he's saying that he wants to take care of the people that don't have and I think it's amazing, you know, like, and, and a representation, and I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but um, we're all fatherless right? until we're saved. 
and that loneliness and despair that you felt with your earthly father being gone. That's what our souls are feeling until right. we know God, you know, right. like we're truly separated. And then when that bridge happens, you know, and you're saved. Yeah. That like, I can go and lean on God. Yeah. You know, that's so. It's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> it really like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I think about that, you know, and just all of the things that God is once you're his child. Right. And it's, it's truly a miracle. It is. To even know that God loves me as his child. And then whenever you were talking about, you know, just those things that fill you mm-hmm. beforehand. Right. Because, you you know, before you get saved, it always feels like there needs to be something there. Right. There's just something missing. And most of the things in the world look enticing and fun. Mm-hmm. And then you do them. Yeah. And then they're it, not. Mm-mm. They leave you feeling more empty than when you didn't do them. Right. And that freedom from them. Can you explain more about just some of those things that Jesus freed you from? Like what it felt like? Yeah. So um, when I was looking for like that to fill me, I, I just remember like constantly being like, maybe God is real, but this like just feels... Like feeling nothing felt better than like admitting that I was wrong mm, kind of deal. Wow. <laughs> so just wow. feeling empty instead of admitting that I was wrong and he's right was like, that's what I wanted to do because I didn't want to be wrong. And so um, just filling it with friends. Um, they were like really bad examples in my life. Um, they, they were just, um, the, I remember the girls that I used to hang out with, they had eating disorders. And that made me be like, oh, that looks, that looks like it would fill me. And so I would try that or they would cut themselves and I'd be like, that seems scary, but that sounds like it would fill you, like feel the pain, but it didn't. And it left them like broken. And so like truly, yeah, like (laughs) truly broken. (laughs) Like they're really cutting into themselves. And so I was like, I didn't try that because I was like, that looks like it hurts and doesn't look like it will do anything. Like, except for hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, God, it's, God just broke me, honestly, to humble me yeah. <laughs> because I needed that. And it was like very humbling the night at the cross because I really understood like Jesus died on the cross so that you could be free. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's insane. Why would someone do that for you? <laughs> like, yeah, I've never heard anyone do that. Before. Yeah. So I was like, this, he's worth following. I mean, he yeah. gave his life for me and I want to give my life to him kind of thing. Well, so. and those things, you know, when you lose a parent, you have no control over that. Right. And, you know, an eating disorder, most of those people want to have control over something. Yeah. And you can control what you're eating mm-hmm. or not eating, you know? Right. And so a part of that, you know, becomes another thing that you can't control all of these things mm-hmm. you can control this right and so you know I think whenever you become a child of God 
there's a part of that where you have to give that control over to God. Right. 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 And it's like when you give that over, you're no longer and confined, I guess, mm -hmm. to those parameters that you set up. Now right. you're free with the parameters that God set up. I do find it amazing how those things that once, like you had said, how whenever you showed up to the cross, mm -hmm. that and whenever you were, you know, helping the homeless, you didn't understand why people were doing that, you know, like right. why they were okay helping <clears throat> do these things. And I feel like, you know, it's one of those things where before you're saved, the things that you want to fill yourself with literally leave you extra empty. Right. And then the things that when you're saved, you want to fill yourself with the things that God fills you with. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, you know, Jesus came as a servant. Right. And he served and so, like, in serving, we find, you know, that fulfillment, you know, like, mm -hmm. we find it in Christ, and then Christ fills us each time we're doing the, the hands and feet of him. And I think that that's just such a testimony in and of itself, you know, like, you get right. saved, and then when you're being obedient and doing the walk of sanctification, you're being filled by the things that God wants you to do. So whenever you do those things, you're not empty. Mm -hmm. Yes, they might be hard some days. I'm not saying that, <laughs> right. that working in a in a um, homeless shelter is going to be a piece of cake. You know, there's obviously right. going to be bad days. But in a world full of every single day is bad whenever you don't have Jesus. I mean, it's just really hard. There's mm -hmm. nothing that fills you, really. Um, having a few bad days here and there, doing ministry work when you're filled, you know, and doing right. the work of the Lord. Sure. Um, that's just, I don't know. I feel like it's just like extra, like salvation is like the ultimate. Right. And then like all of these things that come after that is just icing on the cake. Like it's just right. so good. Um, is there anything else you'd want to share? Um, so we do this thing called a girl up and I'll just share this real quick. Um, and it's like where you put a, reel to the back of the van and walk down the street and knock on doors and I remember there being this one guy's house that we knocked on he was an older guy and it was like us younger kids so it was like us younger teens knocking on his door and he's like what are you guys doing why are you at my door all this and then we started to tell him like what we were doing we asked him if he wanted burgers he said no he said but why are you here and so we told him kind of a gospel story of how Jesus loved him and stuff and I remember it so clearly because he started bawling and he didn't understand why a bunch of teenagers would give up their time to come to his door, share the gospel, let alone pray before him and just talk to him. And he was just in tears and he gave us a hug. And um, I haven't seen him since then, but I pray for him a lot. And I believe that Jesus touched him that day and that the gospel might even change his life if he allows it to. And so mm -hmm. that was incredible, just seeing how God worked through his servant, us, to reach that man at the door. At the door. And so just a bunch yeah. of teenagers. Well, and that softening of the heart, whenever you were saying that, just reminded me how, you know, like you knew things about God because mm -hmm. of your mom, so that soil right was tilled you know mm -hmm. wasn't completely hardened to god and so whenever 
became time for salvation. Mm. The ground was already worked. Right. And so, like, you guys going up there, you don't know where someone's soil's at, but the very fact that you guys did that Mm -hmm. started to till that. So when that salvation happens, right, it's there, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's ready. And it's, you know, like being the hands and feet and how Paul says, you know, uh, we either water or we throw out seed, but it's always God who gives the increase. Um, We're just supposed to be obedient. and, And those people being obedient, even whenever you were at the cross, they were sharing the gospel with mm-hmm. you. You know, how important is that? How important? I mean, you know, they could have just been like, well, I don't really feel like going up to right. that girl today and talking to her. Right. I mean, but thank God they did, right? So, like, that's God's, like, provision in your life. Right. It gives you this mom that, you know, pours into you mm-hmm. about the gospel and God. And then he provides these people that literally, once they spoke the truth, you were able to hear it in your eyes and ears were right. open. And that man. I know. That was unbelievable. I was like, what are you going to do, Lord? And then he, he did what he always does and shocked me. <laughs> I mean, isn't I just love whenever you get to see, like, it was incredible. these moments that God right. ordained. Right. Even before we're born. And that was like right after I gave my life to Jesus. I didn't know, like, honestly, I didn't know what I was doing. I just went up there and was like, I'm just going to share the love of Jesus with this man. Well, and look at God using <laughs> like, you, yeah. someone that doesn't even know right. anything, like a baby Christian. Right. To lead others to Christ. It was insane to me. It was like blew my mind. I was like, the Lord just used me. Well, and, and I think that that's like an ultimate testimony of it's not me. <clears throat> Right. It's it's cry. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't know anything. <laughs> like, you're like, I don't know. I'm just doing what I'm told. And then, boom, look at the power of Christ. Right. The Holy Spirit in you speaking to that man. That's so good. These are, this is why <laughs> I love doing this. And I'm so glad that we were able to sit down, even though we've had a few interesting <laughs> right. moments during this podcast. Right. I don't even know. Like, seriously, we had my dog. And my dog again, and then a wasp, <laughs> and just a few things. Now we're we've traveled from one room to outside in the pickup. Anyway, <laughs> adventures on the My Testimony podcast. We are going to get God's testimonies out there one yeah. way or the other. Um. Anyway, well, let's go ahead and close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that you are seeking us, and Lord, you are tilling the ground and waiting for people to throw out seeds, Lord, that you can water and and give the increase in our lives, Lord, that people can be saved with a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord, we just thank you so much that you offer salvation to each and every one of us. And Lord, I just pray that if there's anybody out there who needs salvation, that they will turn to you, Lord, that they will see that you are who you say you are, that you are our Lord and our Savior. You are the lamb that was slain for us, that you died and you rose again, and that you've been here since the beginning and you will be here at the end. And there is no way to the Father except through Christ, Lord. And that if anybody needs to hear these words, that they will hear them. And if you hear them and you are saved, Lord, I pray that these people will will go to their neighbors, will go out into the 
the world and and just make disciples as you have called us to do lord thank you so much for maddie and her testimony of you and her life lord i thank you that you are using her to further the kingdom and that we get to see how you are working in her life lord thank you so much for everything that you do in jesus christ's name amen amen i hope you all enjoyed our time together today be sure to email me in the link below with your testimonies of what the Lord is doing in your life. We love to hear from you. Goodbye.